I mean, there are upwards of 200 people that beta tested it and they have an account, you know, from marketing strategists all the way to very small marketing agencies. Nothing crazy, I want to say. I guess that comes down to my standards, but uh, we do have um, solid traction. Okay, but just back to my question. So do you have paying customers today or are you pre-revenue? I'll be pre-revenue. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey, folks. My guest today is Eris Vern. He's a CEO and founder of ALFINDR, All Finder, which lets companies get a deep understanding under over their ideal customers. It helps you understand exactly what your likes, hobbies, interests, and pain points mean. By using AI, they're able to figure out all these things out. So when you market your company, you're able to write your marketing copy, your case studies, everything more accurately. Eris, you ready to take us to the top? Let's do it. All right. It's not all finder. Um, it's AI finder, right? Well, it's Al finder actually. So it's that Al is finder very all. That is very confusing because it's you're using AI, but it's Al finder. I was very confused how to pronounce it. Doesn't that well, create a branding problem? But it's also yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's it's a good um, you know tweak on AI and Al finder already all finder. That was the whole you know idea behind the name. Uh, but it does heavily uh, indicate the AI aspect. Um, here's the deal with Alfinder. It's a very unique project that I'm working on right now. And um, the best way to describe it is that let's say right now the normal bread and butter, you know, AI company marketing that uh, the process that they go through is that um, they look at the market, they see when to post something, they look at the you know the historic data. There's so, so much data out there, so many tests out there that you can see for that industry based off of that customer. Let's say, when is it best to, I don't know, post on Instagram, for example. And then they use that trend to reflect on uh, their customers. There are plenty of softwares out there. How we look at it is somewhat completely um, uh, from an inverse perspective, such that let's say you have a, well, you have a bookshelf behind you. That's pretty convenient as an example. Um, So let's say I look at your um, bookshelf and say, oh, these are the books that are there. So um, based off of those books, you probably are going to like this one, but that's going to be most most uh, most likely it's going to be wrong because you might Eric, actually... sorry i want to jump in I'm, we're all over the place i want to set some context first and then we can talk more about the product so okay. who, who's buying this product first off who's the customer oh marketing agencies okay marketing agencies specifically and what are they paying on yeah. average per month to use the technology a couple of thousand okay so you're seven. sort of mid, you're sort of like mid mid market moving towards the enterprise agency yes Okay. And on the timeline, when did you launch the business? What year? Um, last year. Oh, so brand new. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we've you- been working on it for a couple of years. It takes a lot of time to you know get the AI engine up and running, but we launched last year on a beta notice. Okay. Got it. Um, and are you bootstrapping or did you decide to raise capital? Uh, bootstrapping, we, we raise a little, mostly on, on my own from previous um, exits, but uh, we, we are bootstrapping. How much of your own money or from angels did you end up putting in at the start? 
I put um, about a hundred thousand, and I have about a two hundred k outside investment from angels. Got it. So three hundred thousand bucks total. Now, when you say you put in a hundred grand, we want to get in the entrepreneur's mindset here. I mean, is that a lot for you? Is that your whole savings? Do you have to make this work? No, it's, no, it's not. It's a pretty conservative amount. Okay, so why not go all in? Why not? Why not plow all your money in? Build faster, grow faster, go quick. Oh, that's a good question. It's money doesn't always get you. Um, it doesn't help you get there faster, especially with such an AI. It, it, it's such a huge risk on such an AI because we don't have a product that we are trying to let's say automate it with AI. The whole thing is is an AI, you know, engine that we train it and then we find use cases for it. You know, so the the you know the very initial idea of mine uh, coming from some ai uh, backgrounds was that can we do behavioral analysis on people understand the end customer and say this is the best way to get to them okay now when we do succeed on the training of that ai with loads of data and so on and so forth then we are able to build a product on top of it and then um you know uh find out what's the best market what's the best user for our product uh which constantly consequently is going to help them you know gain let's say more customers on their end understood now do you have any customers there are you guys still pre-revenue uh, we are brand new. We've had a couple of um, crazy beta testers, huge companies, um, international companies. Um, locally, we have, I mean, there are upwards of 200 people that beta tested it and they have an account, you know, from marketing strategists all the way to very small marketing agencies. Nothing crazy, I want to say. I guess that comes down to my standards, but uh, we do have um, solid traction. Okay, but just back to my question. So, do you have paying customers today, or are you pre-revenue? I'll be pre-revenue. Okay, pre-revenue. All beta so, testers. So yeah. let's walk through. It sounds like you have a healthy beta sort of pipeline. So, how did you get two hundred people signed up for your beta over the past twelve months? Um, outreach, cold outreach. Um, it's a very interesting product, to say the least. Okay, uh, in, in, going inside a strategist uh, mindset or a very small, you know, marketing agency's founder owner, telling them you don't have to come up, let's say per se, um, for uh, come up um, for a marketing strategy, and this software generates the strategy for you, and you can only focus after the strategy focus on you know executing implementing that strategy monitoring all the data on the ad platforms that's a huge relief for them because that's the again, how, how, that. my, my i totally get the product my question was how you got 200 people to pay attention right so when you because say cold it's outreach a, it's an amazing product it's very okay it doesn't matter you can have an amazing product and no one knows about you so it doesn't matter right so my well, question easy is, to convince my people. question my question is specifically how did you get these people to pay attention Right. Oh, so you when you pipeline wise, well, LinkedIn mainly. Okay. So what specifically then, did you do on LinkedIn? What was the, who oh, did you target? Out, what, Harris, it, let me finish my question. Who, <laughs> who were you targeting? What was the title of the person? And what was typically mm -hmm. the copy of the first message you sent? Oh, these are all, again, these are all marketing strategists and small marketing uh, agency owners. Okay. So you're targeting literally marketing strategists as title on LinkedIn. Yes. Okay. Can you target small agency owner on LinkedIn and get a list? I don't think anyone calls can, himself a small agency owner, do they? No, but you can do uh, marketing agencies, branding agencies, and then uh, you know filter based on the size and the revenue okay. and so on. And so forth. That's what I'm looking for. So you search for okay. branding agencies. You filter by what size usually? 
Um, normally from 700K to 5 million revenue. LinkedIn gives you revenue data to filter by? You can, yes. Okay. Are you paying for that in Sales Navigator? Yes. I see. Okay. Got it. That makes sense. Okay. So, and then what does the message say? What's the first message say? Well, it's a very short introduction to the product uh, and um, having them sign up for, for a demo and then I'll show a demo to them, you know, different use cases and then we'll take it from there. Yeah, but I get, I get those emails all the time in my LinkedIn. I ignore all of them. So what did you put in your copy right. that got 200 people to sign up? Okay. It's, it mostly comes down to examples. That's at least what we've tried. And then it's, it's, it's proved uh, perfectly um, such that we say, okay, this is the process that you go through. And we know that. So they know that it's very convincing to them. It's not like an advertisement. It's like, this is a process that you go through based off of who you are within that agency, let's say. And this is going to help you with that specific aspect of it. Okay, got it. Can you get instead of using like that specific it's, aspect it's, and we know what much, you go through, can you actually like read to me sort of what that copy sounds like? Right. So here's here, here's what goes through an agency when they uh, let's say onboard a new customer. They go through the data. They're asked um, quite a bit of questions about their industry. They Eric, do, sorry, just to be clear, is this the email? This is the LinkedIn yeah. message you're sending me. You're reading me that the message. Scope basically. of the message. Oh, okay. you want the exact message? So this is how it goes. Um, let's say, hey, X person, this is um, this is who I am. This is the company, blah, blah, blah. Um, as part of your process, you do a lot of research on your own and you use um, softwares that use static data, um, mainly historic data to derive marketing strategies, rather gaining knowledge to uh, create the strategy on your own. Our software does all of that for you with a click of a button. Okay, what's the call to action? Well, they book a demo and then I show them a demo. So just click here to book a demo. Exactly. People respond to that, huh? Yes, they do. Interesting. Okay, so that's how you get 200 beta users signed up. Why is no one paying yet? Well, they're all beta testers. We are still um, collecting a lot of data. Um, one thing uh, to point out about the um, marketing industry is that specifically anything relating to the whole process of onboarding a uh, customer to deploying a strategy on all the ad platforms it's it's not that you can t you can't tell them hey try it for 30 days for free and then see what happens because they can't rely on the you know specifically for our case for alfinder they can't use a strategy deploy it and then see if it failed or if it if it's succeeding in 30 days, most um, strategies take like maybe up to three months to six months to understand if that strategy is actually working. So we are monitoring all these beta testers. We're encouraging them to um, keep using the you know strategy generated by, by our platform, implementing them, and then at some point where we have solid you know feedback from those users, then we have a very you know bright green light to when were your uh, first beta testers signed up oh um about a year and a half ago okay so you just said they need about six months to see traction so if there's people that have been with you for a year and a half why are none of them converted to paid yet? well we are the, the, the more we move forward we have more data we can't just collect data from 10 you know beta testers we need a lot of data just to you know uh, let's say have a good solid proof um, for the platform, let alone the investing aspect of it, you know.
Remote teams are all the rage right now. In fact, many companies wanna stay this way, even post-pandemic. And the reasoning's obvious. Hiring talent from anywhere in the world means you can bring on better talent. But the challenges are very real. How do you manage employees in other countries legally and easily? What about international payroll, employee benefits? What are taxes like in countries that are far away from where you're based? You need to understand all of this, including local paperwork and local compliance for all your remote employees. Now, two of the most successful remote companies, both GitLab and Zapier, have reached multi-billion dollar valuations, and they use a special tool, a secret portal, I like to call it, at remote.com. Remote's platform is easy to use for full-time employees, contractors, and your HR team. They help you scale your international team, your remote team, at a price you can afford. Now look, when I sign up sponsors, you guys know I like to get a great deal for our listeners. Otherwise, we won't run the sponsorship. Well, Remote has delivered. Sign up today and receive a 50% discount off your first employee for the first three months. Check out nathanlacka.com forward slash remote and enter promo code LATKA to get started. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash remote and promo code L-A-T-K-A. Check it out today before you miss out. I mean, what if you spend all this time getting more and more data, you finally have a lot of data and then no one wants to pay. You just wasted what four years of your life. That's the beauty of an entrepreneur life. Yeah, but isn't a smart entrepreneur going to try and hedge that by trying to sell the idea ahead of time or get to revenue as quickly as possible? Well, here's the thing. We can get to revenue. This is, well, comes down to my mindset as a founder. We can get to revenue as soon as possible. We, we can charge these uh, beta testers uh, like cheap, let's say a couple of hundred bucks, uh, and then get to quote-unquote revenue. But what's the point of that? We're building something far um, bigger because the moment we integrate into the uh, any agency's you know, environment, Alphonse is going to be the only software that they're going to use. They're going to cancel all their other software. They don't need anything else because right now they use softwares to get data, to look at industry, you know, research and all that. But with Alphinder, you don't have to integrate any type of data that you already have. We already have all the data we need. We just ask questions about your customer, your client. And then the goal is to make you independent of, you know, even the business on businesses of any marketing agency. So you do that, generate the strategies, um, you get a couple of option options you select one and then you directly launch from outfinder you select let's say google platform and then you launch so your success is directly correlated to your ability to convince marketing agencies to cancel all their other software to a degree yes you've created a lot of friction for yourself i'm trying to figure out why <laughs> oh well go big or go home i guess or maybe people don't want to pay for it right and so your answer is we haven't tried to get people to pay for it well, we have. Uh, we've had two, the, the two um, big companies that I told you about, we've had contracts. Um, those contracts totaled about um, $150,000 in nine months. So we tested with them. They're huge companies. So they have, let's say, as part of their R&D you know, budget, uh, we've had four months of free for them. And then if they decided to move forward, we entered into a paid, paid contract. So it's it's foolproof, um, but that's a bigger. You Have know, you you've um, collected that ca that cash? One hundred yes. is in your is in your bank account. That is right. Right. So we've ha we had like uh, beta, um, you know, paid pilots, if you wish, and those are big big companies. Um, 
it's it's only a matter of where we're we're launching in like two months or so as part of uh, we're raising another um, you know round right before we launch and then you've only raised uh, three hundred grand to date though or have you raised other capital? Yeah, we're we're trying to raise another uh, couple of million um, seed stage before launch and then we're planning on launching uh, mid March ish. Ares, um, why raise so much capital? I mean, it's your seed and your pre seed and your seed are the most dilutive ever. Well, and you've you you told me in your bio you've had multiple exits in the quote seven and eight figures so why would you yes. sell big chunks of the company pre-revenue that's a great question um well going back to like my exit it's not a matter of me pumping so much money into it um the connections within the industry comes from the money that we gain you know that two million the couple of million is worth almost nothing i don't care about the zeros in front of the you know the cash in the bank account rather the connections that comes with that capital that's the biggest gain okay and that's why i'm very selective on who i raise from but, yeah, but there are many ways to get people close to your company without letting them buy a massive chunk of the business that, you know Otherwise, everyone would always have to sell a big chunk of their business to get anyone to care about them, which is not true. Well, when you say big chunk, that's that, that's like up to the team, right? We're not really selling a big chunk. Now, to well, how much do you think? How much question, do you think you're, if you raise two million bucks pre-revenue? How much do you think you're going to sell the business? High single digits. Okay, so you think you can convince people to give you? Let's say you sell ten percent. You think you can convince people to give you a twenty million dollar pre-money valuation? Yes, based on based no on the revenue IP that we have yet. Yes, based on the IP that we have, the the, the like AI. Where's the I, Where's the IP coming from? If you had thirty engineers that have been coding for two years, I'd get it. But you have two people listed as employees on LinkedIn. So what's the IP? So that's the that's going back to the first part of your, your question. So the main need for the capital is to uh, move our um, development team engineers from offshore to onshore. How many people are full time today? Um, offshore, about seven. Are they full time? Yes. Okay, well, they're contract based, but they are working for us. So okay, yeah. but so but it's you plus seven, so eight total. Eight total, yeah. Okay, got it. Wh wh which country do you decide to work with? By the way, is it Eastern Europe or Argentina or somewhere else? Uh, no, India mainly. India and Pakistan. Pakistan on the AI side mainly. India on the you know on the, on the website. Let's say. Yep. That. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. Um, Interesting. Well, look, I'm certainly rooting for you. I mean, is there a plan to ask these big two enterprise accounts to start paying a monthly fee outside of their big pilot since they paid 150 grand? When that total? starts, so we will notify them and then the, the paid process starts the moment we launch. So the moment we officially launch, um, which is when? Have a solid, um, before April. Okay. Okay. And the you're going to try and launch, you're trying, you're going to try and get them to pay something like three to four to five grand a month when you launch in April. Yes. Well, they've been testing this software. I want to say like maybe 30% of them for at least a couple of months, you know, um, most of them signed up, you know, it's exponential. So the person who signed up a year and a year and a half ago, or that chunk of people are not so many out of the 200 that we have. So most of them signed up like recently. Uh, and out of uh, that, uh, we will convince them. Obviously, some will not continue, uh, but that's not going to be a huge percentage. All right, well, we'll see what happens. We're rooting for you. In the meantime, though, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Business book? It's not really a business book, uh, but the Atomic Habits, I would say, was the best one. Helped Atomic Habits, James Clear. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Steve Jobs, all the time. Number all three, what's your favorite online tool for building Allfinder? 
tied for. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Oh, I don't even count. I don't know. Sometimes four, sometimes, I don't know, six, seven. All right. And what's your situation? Married, single, kids? Single. Okay. And how old are you? 22. 22. Last question. Something you wish you wish you knew two years ago when you were 20. Some connections are way too overrated. Says the guy who says he wants to raise 2 million bucks for more connections. We'll see what happens. In the <laughs> meantime, though, guys, I'll find her.com launched. She started working on it called a year and a half, two years ago, has two big beta customers that have paid 150 grand already total on pilots, hoping to be able to charge them a monthly fee starting in April of two, three, four, five grand a month. We'll see what happens. But today, pre-revenue in terms of SaaS, 300,000 bucks raised, closing a $2 million-ish round right now. We'll see what happens again to help make marketing agencies way more efficient. Uh, Aris, thanks for taking us to the top. Absolutely. Thanks for your time.